0: Welcome to The Caleb Show. This is a show about the Bible, about renewing, and about the mind, where every week we discuss how the Word of God is sufficient for day-to-day living, no matter what is happening in your life. You will be challenged to make the Bible an essential part of your thinking and living. Join us now as we investigate the world with the ancient truth of God's Word. G'day and welcome back to the show. This is Caleb, and today we're going to be talking about how we can test all things. Or not so much how we can test all things, but the fact that we need to test all things, particularly things that affect the way we think. So we need to protect our minds. That's ultimately what it comes down to. Now, I say that because... We live in what is called a postmodern world. So we're past modernity, or what is considered the modern world, and we're into the postmodern world. So the modern world is the world of 1840, 1850, up to about 1950, 1960, 1970. Somewhere in there is what philosophers and maybe like social trend Uh, educators or experts would say would be the modern world, sort of the dawn of the Industrial Revolution, because... What happened during that time period is this idea that we've got a light bulb, we have got trains, we have got airplanes, we have got new ways of building, we've got new ways of living life. We can now see that we're beyond the feudalism of the past, we're beyond the kings and queens of our history that used to rule us as people. We are in a new era. We're in the modern era, they would say. But now we're talking about postmodern. And so from the 60s, 70s, and that, we've entered into what's sort of called a postmodern age. And so that is a time now where everybody claims that they know how they can live their life, that they kind of have the truth so what's right for me may not be right for you, but I'm going to go with it as long as you give me the freedom and be tolerant about it. I'll give you the freedom and be tolerant about the way you want to live your life. Don't Everyone can do what's right in their own eyes, and everybody should have a voice. So I feel like this is sort of the Facebook, YouTube era we have entered, where everybody can have or claims to have a voice and it doesn't take much to fire up the computer and to get yourself a smartphone and to start broadcasting yourself now let me say you're listening to this podcast and so I am a person who is broadcasting myself but let me reiterate what I said at the beginning we need to test all things we need to protect our minds we need to be aware of what we are ingesting and how it is affecting the way we think. Because we live in a technical, technological age. It takes no time at all to get a Facebook page, to get a YouTube channel, to set yourself up in front of your phone, to say what you want to say and blast it out there. And there are people who make a living being a personality on the internet. And they're just out there. You know, it used to be back in the day, if you wanted to say something, boy, you'd have to write a book, you would have to be educated, you would have to get yourself, uh, uh, you'd have to be a radio personality, you'd have to work yourself up through the system of the media or through uh, whatever means, writing or television or something like that, to get a voice. Politics, maybe. Something like that. Uh, But now, it's not hard. I mean... I met a guy, I know a guy, uh, and I met his son very briefly. But the guy kind of shrugged and said, yeah, my son's a celebrity. And I said, how? He says, he just is. He's got millions of followers on, on some social media platform. He was on the cover of some magazine. He flies to New York for photo shoots. He, it, he's just himself. He doesn't promote anything. He just promotes himself. And so it can be done. I mean, the kid's 16 years old, 17 years old, and that's his life is promoting who he is. And he's got, you know, millions of girls, teenage girls that follow him and stuff. And so we live in that kind of world where that can be a possibility. But uh, we broadcast ourselves out there. But as believers, we have to be discerning about whose ideas we ingest. So we may follow a podcast, like you follow this one. We may subscribe to a YouTube channel. We may listen, you know, usually it's by listening or watching videos or something like that. Um, Twitter is another area that we can follow what people say about things. And so I'm, I'm bringing all this up to say that we do need to be careful about this because the world out there... Is trying to passively educate us. It's trying to create presuppositions within our thinking. Is trying to mold the way our mold our views on society and on politics. The world is after our minds and how we think about things. I mean, education. Ultimately, when you have a five-year-old kid who goes off to kindergarten, he has now set himself forward into a life of being educated in order to think a certain way. And it's active and it's passive. And it happens through the social structure in which he eventually finds himself. It happens through the curriculum that's being presented to him. It's happening through the teachers and how they interrelate with that kid. It happens in a number of different ways. But that child is growing up and having his mind molded to see the world, to have a certain worldview around him. And so with that being the case, as believers, we, we know that the scripture says in Romans 12, it says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And so we have to ask ourselves the question, how do we acquire a renewed mind? Well, we get that through the scriptures. If God is to be God, then God has to be able to communicate with us and give us the information and the knowledge and the wisdom that we need in order to live our lives to the fullest intent that he would want us to live a, live that life. That means that he should be able to give us, through the scriptures, through his written message to us, his word, all that we need to have the peace, the peace, and to have the answers, and to have the understanding that we need of the world around us, and that then that then gives us the peace, and it gives us the knowledge of why people function the way they do. Why does the world function the way it functions, okay? So that's how the scriptures should be to us. It should be our means of renewing our mind, and so uh, let me give you a few illustrations of things that have come across my path in the last year or so. So, one chap that I know who is a, a con, is part of a conservative Christian church, and he said recently because of the whole coronavirus thing, he he sent me a link to a podcast. So, I I saw the name of the chap there who does the podcast. And I thought, oh, I don't know anything about this guy or who he is or anything like that. So I just threw his name into the search engine. And the search engine took me to a number of websites, but I looked mainly at the Wikipedia page on this guy. And what I discovered was was that this guy who was doing this podcast that this the conservative Christian chap uh, sent me a link to, the podcast was done by a guy who does... Uh, who who calls himself the son of the Godhead. And the Godhead is like the mind of the universe. And so this guy believes that he is the one who is on this earth to channel information and words from the spirit world and disseminate them out to humans who live on the earth. But he is in no way a believer in no way takes the bible to be the source of knowledge or truth or anything like that this guy is not that at all i mean you can um if you email me i'll send you his name and and that and you can look him up but i'm not going to just tell you what it is but um but anyway this guy is nothing like that and it took me literally a minute and a half to find the guy's wikipedia page and to read about him to say why is this conservative Christian man giving me this link and saying that this guy really knows what he's talking about when it comes to the coronavirus and that kind of thing, because the guy is a conspiracy theorist and it's all about the new age and all that kind of thing. So that happened recently. Another thing that happens uh, that's happened over the course of the last year or so is one lady I know she'll regularly post on Facebook and she is a believer and considers herself a strong sort of radical type believer. But she'll post things on Facebook, and my wife will look them up, uh, you know, conferences or some quote from some person that she's posted on Facebook. And my wife will look it up and go, this this person is not someone that, that, it's it's amazing that, that, that this lady is even posting these things. And another lady that we know, same thing, tried to give my wife some CD that was a teaching from some particular people, and my wife looked it up, and it didn't take her five minutes to find a website, to find a critique, to find out that these people, uh, their entire approach to their teaching on Marriage, I think, was all from a new age, uh, well, no, I sh- maybe I shouldn't say new age, but a, a, a modern psychological, uh, worldly psychological perspective, and they use some psychological method or something like that, but they promote it actively. Uh, but yet they're believers, and they try to blend it with the scriptures. So these are all things that I've come across in the last six months to a year. Okay, So I'm saying all this to say that each one of these people that I've mentioned are all people who would consider themselves strong believers, maybe even radical believers, certainly uh, believe in their convictions of how they live their faith out, and yet each one of them has presented to me or my wife uh, people that they felt like were good people who are willing that we should listen to but when you do a hardly 5 minutes of research on these people you discover that actually what they're saying is not related to it's it's not coming purely from the scriptures. So when I say test all things, I'm repeating what Paul has said. Paul says, "Test all things, hold fast to that which is good." And so Paul would obviously say as a as a rabbi who holds to the truth of Jesus as the Messiah, and is the one who embodies truth, he is the way, the truth, and the life, Paul would say that the good has to be filtered through the scriptures. That's what Paul would say. And so when Paul says that we need to renew our minds, then he says you renew your mind through that which comes from the scriptures, finds its source in the scriptures, and is uh, uh, informed by the scriptures and is being, in, in one sense, you can almost say inspired by the scriptures to be said, and that is what we should fill our minds with. Now, Paul went to Athens. You can read about it in Acts 17. He went to Athens, and he looked around, and he said, My gracious, you people are surrounded by idols. And it says that the people in Athens, particularly the philo- philosophical-type crowd— they would sit around and they would talk about any new thing that would come along. Now, that is exactly what modernism and postmodernism finds its basis in, is whatever is new. It has to be the new film, the new radio program, the new podcast, the new book, the new YouTube channel, the new series coming out, the new whatever. What's new, what's hot, what's out there that we can grip onto and say, this is great, let's follow this for what, a day, a a week? How long are we going to follow this thing before the next new thing comes along? And so that was, the, that was Greece in the days of Paul, and it is certainly the, the day that we live in today. It's whatever is new, whatever is exciting, whatever is out there that can tantalize us and tickle our ears for a couple days or a week or a month or something like that. And so as soon as that kind of wears off, something new will come along. Now, I'm saying this again, being aware that my podcast is going to be put out in about a week or so, and it's going to be the new thing, and you're going to listen to it. And, but what I'm saying is, is we have to go to a source that we know is true, that we know we could have as a foundational uh, source of what can give our minds a worldview that we can look at everything through and find complete coherence and complete um, uh, sense, I guess I'll just put it that way. But coherence is probably a good word. So when you read the Scriptures, the Scriptures will tell us about what the wicked man is like. It'll tell us about what the righteous man is like. It'll tell us about what a nation operates like when it does not put God first in all things. It tells us about what a nation will operate like if it does put God first in all things. It gives us these hints and these pictures of how the world is in both its correct and its incorrect way of operating. And so right now, in a lot of ways, we live in the days of the judges where everyone did what was right in their own eyes. If I want to be gay, let me be gay. Leave me alone. I want to be gay. If I want to divorce this my husband and marry somebody else, then who's to say I can't do that? If I want to abort my child and not have to worry about having some kid to raise, I should be able to do that. If I want to sleep around with that person then I should be able to do that. Oh, but if I do get pregnant, it's okay, I'll just get an abortion. I should be able to do that, and I think the government should pay for it. You know, everybody has these, this is the way the world operates right now. I should be able to watch what I want to watch, and I should be able to do what I want to do, and I should be able to go where I want to go, and no one should tell me otherwise. Now, that philosophy only goes so far, and then it starts running into lots of brick walls. And it doesn't take long to think about how far those kind of things can can go, because eventually the people who live that way will lose peace, they will lose security within their own soul, they will start to have depression, they will start to feel uh, like their life is falling apart. There are lots of ways that this all just comes to a complete and utter disaster eventually. So having said all that, where do we go? Uh, if we need to test all things. So I would say we go to the Bible, because it is ancient wisdom from God on high. He is our source. So when I say ancient wisdom, a lot of people love to say, ooh, ancient wisdom, let's look at Mayan ruins, let's look at um, Egyptian hieroglyphics, let's look at what we can go and get a seance, let's go to a seance, let's try to commune with the dead, let's try to find... Yeah, there's lots of ways that people have attempted to get ancient wisdom, but the reality is is that the scripture is the most ancient wisdom because it comes from a God, from the God who existed before time and before the creation of the world. And so if we take the scriptures as they are and deal with them on their own terms and try not to put ourselves above God, but actually put ourselves in in, in the right place that we need to be in, then what will happen is that we'll be able to read the scriptures and discover this ancient wisdom. Wisdom comes from age. It does not come from education necessarily. It comes from living a life that that is aligned with the way God would want us to live the life, and that's how we acquire wisdom. So the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. We begin by putting God in His proper place. When God is in His proper place, then God could impart wisdom to us. So we read the Psalms, we read the Proverbs, we read Ecclesiastes, we read the writings of Jesus, the the the, the writings about Jesus. Uh, we read these things in order to gain an understanding and to gain the wisdom that we need. So wisdom is not found in youth. It is not found. Uh, in new modern philosophies and it's, I would even argue it's not found in universities and things like that. Wisdom is found in the scriptures and we go there for wisdom. And so uh, God, who is the, who is the ancient of days, as it says in the book of Daniel, he has been in existence, uh, always in existence. And as God, he is able to speak wisdom and we glean from that and in the process our mind now becomes renewed wouldn't you like to have a renewed mind i think there's a lot of people on this earth that go to psychologists and psychiatrists on a regular basis that are that really deep down inside are desperate for a renewed mind and so they need to learn how to test all things apply it to the scriptures uh, or or look at the scriptures and see how These things should be interpreted, the world around them, how must it be interpreted by the scriptures and then align their life to the scriptures and maybe actually go and forgive a person or maybe go and make something right or maybe go and ask for forgiveness from someone about something or another or maybe learn to overlook things so they can love someone sacrificially instead of being in a selfish mentality all the time and always trying to get, get, get but actually go and serve other people somewhere, somehow. When we start doing things like this, as God convicts us to, what we will discover is that we will have a burden lifted and we can start living a a new life. Because that is exactly what Jesus came to do, is to give us a new life and a way of living that is pleasing to him and that gives us a wholeness that we can find uh, from him. And that's what he gives back to us, is wholeness and peace and rest and joy and there's no way that we're going to find that out in the world living you know a life of drugs or alcohol or trying to acquire power or money or sex or something like that it can only be done through a life submitted to god aligned with god's scriptures and 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 then he can fill us with that new way of living and so that is our challenge for the week test all things run it through scripture put it before God in prayer, seek his face, surround yourself with people who can give you wise counsel, people who have walked with the Lord, people who understand the scriptures, and then truth will fill your heart and fill your mind and it will be renewed and you will have a glorious existence.